You are now listening to the Human Launch Project Podcast. For more information, check out thehumanlaunchproject.com. And if you have yet to subscribe, please hit that subscribe button. Here we go. Yo, what's going on today? This is Dave. What's up, guys? It's Antonio. Today, we are touching on self-awareness. Love it. Self-knowledge, possible superpower. Definitely. And what we're delivering today is very important. Um, Here's a a little percentage. Only 12%, roughly, of people are actually walking this planet, acting in self-awareness. Uh, so what does that mean? Close to 90% of people need a little bit of education, a little bit of push in yeah. the direction of being more self-aware. And uh, hopefully today's show will give you a little insight uh, on self-awareness, what it is, how it can benefit you, the superpowers that can be developed um, within the realm of self-awareness. So, Real quick, how many people think they're self-aware? 95%. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. How many people uh, believe they're good drivers? Like 95%. Something along those lines. I'm pretty sure. We all know that's not true. 2% of people are good drivers. I'm one of them. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're in the 95 percentile. Have you ever seen me drive, bro? (laughs) Beautiful. So what is self-awareness? Well, if you look it up, the actual definition is conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. But more in-depth, self-awareness is having a clear perception of your personality, including your strengths, your weaknesses, your thoughts, your beliefs, your motivation, and the emotions that come along with that. Self-awareness allows you to understand other people, how they perceive you, and your attitude and your responses to them in any particular moment. That's a key component to it. Absolutely. Uh, the way other people um, view you within your own awareness, that's a, a very key key point of it, reflective reflection. Yeah, for sure. And it's also the ability to recognize your shadow self or this self-sabotage within, as I like to call it. It's that subconscious programming that's running in the background. Uh, it's the ability to take notice of thought patterns and uh, in both productive and destructive ways. It's recognizing those thought patterns and an emotional and emotional states that accompany those thought patterns and the behaviors that follow. What self-awareness is not is it is not judgment. Yeah. And that's really important to understand. Um, when you become aware of what you're thinking, when you start judging it, you fall into a trap. So in Maybe now is a good time to talk about it. Um, some of the leaders in the field of understanding better self-awareness, they, one person in mind, her name is uh, Tasha Ulrich, and check her, thing, check, check her uh, speech out on uh, TEDx. You can find it on YouTube. We'll put it in a link in the show notes. Um, but one of the major questions you can ask yourself when discovering self-awareness uh, is not why, not why are things happening to me, not why are, um, why are certain situations developing in the way that they are? Like if you have an argument with your spouse or your girlfriend, or mm-hmm. if you had an argument with Layla and like, 
you know, you guys have a, a wonderful relationship. If you happen to have an argument, it the question that you would ask to be a little bit more re- interior reflective would be what? And it gives you leverage over your thoughts and your subconscious thoughts, which oftentimes are not true in the direction that you're trying to go. So, for example, give me something that you and Layla might have argued about recently. Could be small, Mm. could be large, whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm so blessed to say that we don't really argue, but um, about a week ago, we... Do you want to share it? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, about a week ago, uh, you know, we have a, we had a couple extra dogs in the house. Um, those of you that don't know, um, I train dogs, teach people how to train dogs, and um, big behavior expert, self-proclaimed, all that fun stuff. But um, we have a couple extra dogs in the house, and you know, Layla was feeling kind of stressed about it, and and uh, she said something, and I was like, you know, stop complaining. Like, just, I get it, you know, but stop complaining. So she was like, what? She said, uh, you know, and so we kind of had this little banter back and forth. And um, so let me stop you right there. Yeah. So maybe there might have been a, a point in that um, that conversation, argument, whatever it was, that like heightened anger where she may have responded, uh, why am I so upset? Or maybe you said, why are you so upset? Or yeah. like, why, why are you so angry? You know, you're asking yourself a bunch of these why questions yeah. and it's, it's fueling um, the lack of self-awareness where if you were to say, um, what is it that needs to change in order for me to become happy? And, or to resolve the issue. Or to resolve that particular issue. What what needs to happen within these dogs, so many dogs being in the house, what do we need to do with these dogs? Gotcha. Ask yourself a what question. Because then you start directing your thought pattern and understanding yourself better towards a solution rather than having it compound, which is very similar to that whole idea of people that navigate their life thinking that things are happening uh, to them. Mm-hmm opposed to for them gotcha it's it's kind of along the same lines they kind of run parallel as far as i'm concerned that's kind of the way i'm viewing it but if you start asking yourself the what questions so we were just talking earlier and antonio has um aspirations of writing a book he's going to be writing a dog training book he's got you know so many things on his plate that he's uh got ahead of him that he's definitely going to be accomplishing but let's talk about writing a book and I am yet to be self-published. I don't have any books out. But one of the things, the downsides of publishing a book is when you start getting caught up in reviews or even like social media, Mm -hmm. right? People can hit you on on like a post and they can start feeding in just negative comments. For sure. And when you start getting absorbed in those and you start saying – Let's just say you posted something under Leader of the Pack, which is your dog training uh, company, mm-hmm. and you post something really great like, here's a type of uh, dog or breed that uh, a brand new pet owner would l- should adopt if it's for uh, a, a growing family or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yep. And you, you put a post out there, and it's nothing but beneficial for the public. But somebody hits you up and says something negative within that framework. Now, you look at the post, and you read the comment, and you say... You read it out loud and you say, man, why would somebody aggressively come at me when I'm trying to put something like that out into the world? That's helpful. Not what is it that I could do 
for like that type of client in order to change the perspective or, you know, a what question revolving around that rather than sulking or bathing into the whys, Mm -hmm. you now become more self-aware of your external, of how you're viewed externally and you have a better understanding of that. You have a better understanding of where that person might be coming from. And it turns from a negative to a positive in advancement. Gotcha. Make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. So why should we develop self-awareness? Well, I think it is without a doubt the only way to begin the process of change and self-mastery. If you want to be a better person or do things differently, you must first become self-aware if only at a beginning or beginner level. And so, I mean, think about it from this perspective, right? Do you think there's there's levels of uh, self-awareness? Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm going to give you an example real quick. of if, if you, let's just say, for example, you have a drinking problem. But, like, everyone around you knows that you have a drinking problem. But you don't. What, you cannot stop drinking unless you realize that you have a drinking problem. So that's that's like self-awareness. That's a that's a form of self-awareness, right? That's you're not going to attempt you're not going to it's a form of a lack of self-awareness. Yeah, you're not going to think about having one less beer or martini or whatever the case is if you're not aware of the fact that you possibly drink too much. And so to me that's why self-awareness, I mean even on a very um small level is extremely important to have because you know just like for example you could be in a relationship with someone and they don't realize how they are very rude and condescending in the way that they speak to you right so how is that ever going to change if they're never aware of the fact that that is true then your perception of them or the, the fact the reality of the fact that they are condescending and negative in their talk to, towards you so that's just an example of, of like why developing self-awareness is so important because just in those examples, if you're not aware of yourself, then how are you ever going to change yourself? And so like you said earlier, or like you asked, there are levels to it. Uh, for example, on a beginner level, you become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking while you're thinking them. A slight form of metacognition. Exactly. And so that's like, level one right and then the next level we call it advanced if you will you are aware of the thoughts you're thinking and how you feel about your thoughts in that particular moment so if you have a thought and you realize that that thought makes you angry becoming aware of the fact like ah that just made me angry that's interesting and instead of saying why did this particular situation make me angry you say what is it that i could do to change this situation yeah or what can i do to yeah, be out of that situation or just what can I do to make this feeling go away? And that would be more along the lines of like an expert, if you will, uh, level of self-awareness where you can shift your attention to your emotions and how it's affecting you physically and then begin to change your thought process at that moment and then ultimately how you feel. So it's like, it's almost like an awareness of, the awareness you know and so the truth is is there's a lot of things in our lives that that are recognized recognize (laughs) there's a lot of things in our lives that we react to almost automatically like for example i know for me a really big one that i always talk about with people is uh driving 
right? So, you know, I'm, I'm one of the 2% of the great drivers out there, but, 95%. Uh, <laughs> but, um, basically it's like if I'm back in the day, I would say, you know, four or five years ago, if I was driving and someone cut me off, man, I get so angry, you know? And I, I was definitely that person that would play like, why, crazy, why, why the yeah, hell did you cut yeah, me off? Crazy person, driver, you know, like, why are you, you just, on your phone? Why you just cut music? me off. And so now I'm pissed and, um, and I would let that take over. And so now I'm at a point where if somebody cuts in front of me, I just kind of laugh. And like, even if I do get angry, if someone's driving like a complete idiot on You've the road. You've decided now, what should I do yeah. in that situation to not let it affect exactly. me emotionally? Yeah. And so that awareness of like when someone's driving like an idiot and I'm, and I think to myself, oh my, oh my God, I'm so frustrated right now the way this person's driving. And then I'm like, oh, I'm frustrated. Like who cares, dude? Keep going. You've got plenty of other things to worry about, about than, than that guy yeah. over there who's probably going to get an accident a mile from it's, now. It's almost exactly <clears throat> cor correlated to yeah. the happening for me, not to me. Absolutely. Same thing. So it's just an opportunity for me to become aware of myself and go, ah, you're frustrated, you're angry. Or if someone's speaking in a way towards me that I don't like, um, instead of just becoming reactive I can become proactive mm -hmm. and go, huh, I don't like the way this person's talking to me right now. You know what? I'm going to leave. Bye. As opposed to <laughs> just going into this, uh, you know, this, this state of anger that really ultimately becomes uncontrollable for a lot of people. And I'm guilty of that. And like the, the old version of me yeah, is guilty same, of that. Same. You know? And so I find that it brings, so going into like why develop self-awareness? I mean, because it brings you peace because it literally brings you peace and happiness and calmness. And you have control over yourself and your thoughts and your emotions. And nobody, no one can control that. No one. When people say you make me angry, you make me this. Yeah, you making you. You you allow that to happen. You making you. You yeah. You making you angry. <laughs> so yeah, and and you know, different situations can influence how self aware you are at that moment. You know, maybe you're an expert of self awareness in a calm state, but when you get stressed out, you might shift to uh, you know an advanced or beginner level of self awareness. And where we are on the spectrum changes depending on other factors during the day. So, the benefits of being more self aware are there are numerous, and this the overall power of being self aware is a superpower within itself. Um, it's a gift. It's a gift. Yes. And <laughs> the thing about it is there is no end point. There, there, there is no end point. It's just the fact that whether or whether or not you decide to really look into yourself and ask for external, um, I don't know, evaluation or opinion, uh, there, it, there will be no end to the development or level of known self. Mm -hmm. It will constantly, constantly be evolving. You'll yeah, because you're changing exactly yep. as you as you're continually changing. So is your awareness, and it's growing. The only thing about it is, if you are engaging, you can only improve upon it. But there is no end. You will never come to a day where you fully understand yourself and your your entire mental being in and out yeah because you're always growing always growing mentally 
physically and hopefully for the ben- benefit of everybody else that you talk to. Yeah. Touch. Um, you can microdose on strategies to become more self-aware. Uh, I was thinking about this when you were uh, you were speaking. I guess you could take like a 60-second kind of a meditation if, not necessarily if you got cut off, but it kind of goes back to the thing when you said the old me. Mm-hmm. And I've really been uh, conscientious, conscientious of how I've been going about my own day and practices over the last few months. And one of the things that I've become far greater and had a, a, a new level of self-awareness within my own self and the way I project myself is within my attitude in response in conversation. We talked about that a while yeah. back. Yeah. And I've instilled, I guess you could call it a policy or a habit, uh, pausing, 60 for at least 60 seconds if i am faced with confrontation argument or even just something that's going to take a little bit more of my mental like capacity yeah, like you want to give a thought out response i want to give a response that represents who i really am instead of just blurting something out mm-hmm. which is an issue that i had and i recognize that by digging into myself and you know also that's a part of a self-awareness that an onlooker or a friend who also has a certain level of self-awareness could tell me. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, dude, you kind of just spit things out. You're kind of aggressive or yeah. passive aggressive or whatever. Yep. And I recognize that, and it's something that I've been focusing on and changing. So you can microdose on becoming self-aware by doing little things, instilling little habits like pausing for 60 yeah. seconds in, in any situation, not just conversation. I love the idea of microdosing and how you put it like that. And when you said that and when you explained it, it reminded me of when I worked in the restaurant and if I got frustrated, this was like in the, in the beginning of my journey of self-awareness, if you will. But I would take like two minutes and I would go outside and I would just like put my hand over my heart and I would start to think about something outside of that environment. Like for example, um, just giving my mother a hug or- You would think about giving your mom a hug? Mm-hmm. I would just like, just for a second and express and feel that gratitude just to shift my mind away from that frustrating moment that I was feeling you know, in the restaurant for whatever reason, whatever was going on. But I would take that time, I would go outside, I would picture myself you know, giving my wife Layla a kiss or even, for example, I remember having a, a thought of t- throwing the Frisbee for my dog, Brooklyn, and just the, the how much it made. I just enjoyed watching her catch her Frisbee, right. but I would just separate myself. But first I had to become aware of it, you know, and micro dose on, on good the, thoughts. Yeah, on just let me just separate myself for just a minute or two and just close my eyes, put my hand over my heart, visualize, you know, hugging my mother, kissing my wife, throwing the the toy for my dog and be just be grateful and go, man, this and then I'll put a smile on my face, right? Get some crow's feet in there and then boom, now I'm going back to work and I and I just feel so much better. And it was just that little self-awareness to go you are not you're you're in a bad mood right now and you need to fix yourself as opposed to going you're in a bad mood and it's because of this job is this and this job right. is that a, and then a bunch, a bunch of like of things wise. are happening to me right yeah so and it happened for me so i could recognize it and then go out and do something about it it's amazing so true i so, like it yeah uh being more self-aware has so many benefits along the platform of 
personal development, just in your personal life, uh, professional, uh, people that are more self-aware are notably more um, successful. They're better leaders. They, um, they're better contributors. They have better communication skills. A lot of these um, major speakers and, uh, you know, these huge corporate um, like leaders, they are extremely self-aware. They did not get to the point of where they are at and currently by some kind of luck, some like you know, mm-hmm. by um, didn't happen by chance. Didn't happen by chance. They whether they were born with it, they um, they built that muscle up and became it. But maybe unknowingly or knowingly, they cultured and developed a better sense of self awareness, which gave them those superpowers to proceed in those directions in their life. Absolutely. And it plays a huge role in relationships too. I mean, having a better understanding of your thoughts and your behavior patterns helps you understand and empathize with other people. This ability to empathize creates significantly better personal and professional relationships. And in my own relationship, self-awareness is sort of the key to it because that gives that opens the door for better communication. Also, it opens the door to not blame other people and go, you know what? You're right. I am. I can be a little moody when I get home from work or, you know, that's that's a level of self-awareness, you know, taking responsibility for your actions and for your thought processes and for your feelings. You know, coming home and being frustrated is okay, but when it starts to affect your, the person in your relationship, you have to recognize that and go, you know what, you're right. And it's not your fault that I had a crappy day at work, so now you should be the one suffering for it. And that's all falls into the realm of being self-aware, you know, and it's, it's man, I mean, I could talk about this for hours. We're not going to bore you guys for that long, but. Yeah, and definitely, um don't fall into the trap of self-sabotage. Um, this is not this is not an angle of looking at yourself and uh, like putting yourself down yeah or um, or judge overly judging yourself. That's not the that's not the idea behind all this. It's just having a better understanding of who you are within yourself and who you are kind of explained to the world yeah. from within. Absolutely. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the car analogy analogy you like to use? Yeah. So talking about like how to develop self-awareness. So first and foremost, you've got to become the observer. You got to step back really for a moment and just observe. And so look at yourself and go, wow, that makes me feel this way. And wow. When I, when I, when they said this, this is my first thought. And wow, that's interesting. I think that a lot, you know what I mean? So becoming the observer is super important. And again, this is done without judgment. And if you judge, like we said, you fall into this trap that leads to self-sabotage. Could lead to depression. Yeah, where you just keep judging yourself. Like, oh, I keep doing this and oh, I'm this and this and this. But keep in mind though, that becoming aware of the judgment and moving away from it is leveling up in terms of self-awareness. So if you go, if you recognize a thought and then you judge that thought and you go, wait a second, I just judged that thought. That's good. That's good. And then you can move away from it and go, you know what? Let me just think something different. Yeah, and ask yourself a what question. Yeah. And so developing self-awareness is a lot like learning to drive a car. You must first become aware of and pay attention to your hands on the wheel, your foot on the gas or the brake, 
your speed, the distance between you and the car ahead, the cars next to you, and so on. And just like driving a car, it isn't something you can learn from reading a book. You've got to put it into practice. The more you practice, the better you get, and the more automatic it becomes. And so from speaking from personal experience, I'm at a point in my life now, and I'm so grateful for it, but I'm very self-aware. And so whenever I start to feel out of homeostasis, if you will, when I start to feel very uh, angry, depressed, even if I get so incredibly happy, like I try to bring myself and keep myself at a neutral place because just like you guys may have heard this, and I'm not really sure who said a, a this. A pivot but point. Yeah, this this too shall pass. And that goes with everything. The best moment of your life will pass. And Nietzsche. And yeah, I think you're right. And the worst moment of your life will pass. So for me, my self-awareness is sort of along the realms of I try to just be neutral and not let things really affect me too much. You know, if I won a million dollars tomorrow, yes, I would be happy. Don't get me wrong. But I wouldn't. But then, but, but if you allow yourself to go so much into the realm of like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then there's going to be a downside to that. And you know what We're I mean? We're on the opposite side. Exactly. You know, the worst things that could happen in your life will cease to exist at some point. Exactly. That's what Anicca means. Anything that has come to existence will eventually cease to exist. That goes with... Um, if you're in a poor relationship, if you're in the best relationship you think you've ever been in or any of your friends have been in, if you have the best pet, you know, like it's, it's sad sometimes yeah, to think about. And it's, it's all, it also could be uh, a positive thing to think about. Whatever it is will eventually cease to exist. It, it'll, it'll loosen your grip on the hard times as well as the, the, the great times and it'll give you a better understanding and give you a better self-awareness and kind of like a place, like you said, kind of a pivot point. Yeah. And so it's important to know and understand that self-awareness is not a concept that you get, right? It's, it's, it's self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness is pure action. So that's all it is. It's action. And it's really important to understand that because if you just, you can understand self-awareness but it doesn't mean that you're practicing self-awareness so and again it's like like i said it's like driving a car yeah you can understand the concept of yeah you got to turn the wheel and you got to put your foot on the brake and the gas but you don't really get it until you do it then you can understand it and then you can then you can see and feel where your weaknesses are and your strengths are and make improvements based on that information and graduate from the 95% that believes they're good at it and to the actual, the actual 12% yeah. that are. Yeah, man. We're trying to boost it up to like 15, 20%. <laughs> Come on, peeps. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, we're number 204 in Peru. That's right. And that leads us to the three. Two. Launch. Let's do it. What's number three? Uh, take responsibility. Uh, take responsibility for the thoughts you are thinking, the actions, uh, your feelings, and once you understand this and accept it as the truth, you can execute on it. Two. Number two is get out of autopilot. You've got to recognize the patterns in your life and shake things up. Maybe you tend to watch a lot of TV at night or you drink too much coffee after two or whatever the case is. But you got to take control and get out of autopilot. Yeah, number one is... Um, I like to think of the uh, Michael Jackson song. I'm talking about the man in the mirror. So look in the mirror. <laughs> Don't actually talk. Well, you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think talking to the man in the mirror. So what do you mean by that? Uh, just 
it's very rare and I've noticed it in my own like daily practice morning routine that I don't often stop you know I'll brush my teeth sometimes I look at myself in the mirror I've got things written on the mirror but how often do we actually stop look at ourselves and then look at ourselves you know um, like reflect on you get to know you better yeah if if you're going about your day not fully understanding who you are at the core i love the idea of that whole like bringing yourself back to like a, a pivot point if you don't know what that pivot point is and you don't understand it by before you like go out into the world you know like where where are you operating from yeah just sheer uh, like instinctual reaction yeah and i mean until you become self-aware you're like a boat in the ocean without a sail and without a captain just aimlessly floating around ahoy ahoy can you help me <laughs> who am i all right guys that does it for us this week um we hope you are getting so much value from us we are learning every week with you to bring you the the most value in these topics that we can to help you launch in a personal uh professional positive direction yeah we like to think of it as a form of infotainment infotainment if you will it's information and entertainment combined we want to positively elevate humanity word um if you guys have any uh show notes things that you want to hit us up with get questions, us yeah, yeah questions different topics you want us to cover some things that you're struggling with or you just want to connect you can hit us up on ig it's the human launch project uh the human launch project at gmail.com direct email and then check us out on online just the human launch project.com yeah. if you guys want a shout out leave us a question yeah. We'll shout you out. You get famous. Yeah, we're going to start covering. Uh, if you subscribe and rate and review us, we are going to start incorporating uh, reviews uh, within these podcasts coming up in the next couple weeks. So, you know, send, yeah, send in a, uh, a review and we'll, we'll hit you up. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening and have a, an excellent week. Peace. Peace. Peace.